This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. And welcome to Cottage Talk Full-Time. This is our initial reaction show to Fulham's 1-0 loss to Aston Villa at Villa Park. Disappointing loss, but you know what? In the grand scheme of things, it's not a terrible loss. In fact, if I'm an Aston Villa supporter, I'm thinking, why didn't my club win by more? They were the better side, especially in the first half. Fulham came into the match in the second half. And dare I say, with the better side in the second half. So for all of the plaudits that I heard on this match from the commentators, Aston Villa only won 1-0. And Harrison Reed was just a little offside from a potential goal, which was disallowed. It was the right call. He was offside. But that's how close this was from being a draw. So for, again, all that I heard of how great Aston Villa were throughout this match, they simply won 1-0. They were the better side. Fulham had to deal with some issues. They had to deal with an injury before the match to William during the match with Harry Wilson. And that's not an excuse. That doesn't take away from this Aston Villa victory. But it's fact. Fulham were not going to be the same team without William. They've been better with William. Nothing against Menor Solomon, but I thought he was poor in this match. Anyone that watched this? I thought he was poor. He did not really do what William can do, and I thought that hurt Fulham. And then, of course, you have the injury to Harry Wilson. Those are factors. But overall, losing on the road to Aston Villa is certainly not the worst result for Fulham Football Club. It's been a fantastic season. Villa are on a really good run. And like I mentioned, they deserve the victory. But they only won 1-0. They didn't destroy Fulham. They were the better side. Didn't destroy Fulham. So just keep that in mind. Fulham continued to battle. They were, I would say, more passive in the first half. In the second half, they certainly turned it up a notch. Obviously, Marco Silva must have said something in halftime because they were a different team in the second half. 
and didn't create a great deal. Again, they only had a shot on target at the very end of the match from Bobby Decadovarit, who I thought was a little active, but he's not the person I would be thinking of would have a shot at the end of the match, but he did. He did have an opportunity. It was an easy save from Martinez, but it was a shot on target. Fulham's actually best opportunity came early in the match from Andres Pereira. So let's just talk about that because that was really Fulham's best chance. 30 seconds in, barely goes wide. So that was a great opportunity for Fulham Football Club. I thought that that was the beginning of things to come, but it just wasn't to be. It just wasn't to be. Aston Villa controlled the play in the first half. Fulham controlled the play, I thought, in the second half, even though I kept hearing how comfortable Aston Villa were. Really? If they were so comfortable, they would have won by more than 1-0. That was definitely not what I was thinking in regards to this match. But you know what? It is what it is. So we do have some comments. If you are watching live, feel free to share some comments. I'm going to share this one from Ben. Lawrence must admit, they went down easy wasting time and also hardly did anything second half. Ben, that's my point. When you look at this, when you look at a team that I kept hearing over and over again how wonderful they are, what did they really offer in the second half? Not much. Not much. Fulham controlled the play. And uh, they did enough to win the match. It actually reminded me a little bit of that Tottenham Hotspur performance at Craven Cottage. Now, Aston Villa were much better than Spurs were, but they got the goal. And what else did they really offer? They didn't offer that much. And Fulham were trying to get that equalizer. Like I mentioned, it was a disallowed goal, but it was close. It was very close. So I'm just going to spend a little time talking about this match. So as I look into starting this show, I'm going to talk about the starting 11. So when I looked at the starting 11, this is what I predicted I would see from Fulham Football Club. This is the starting 11 that I thought we would see. I figured we would see Dan James. We would see Harry Wilson on the right, William on the left. In the middle, we were going to see Pereira, Reed, and Paulinho on the left. It was going to be Robinson and Tete, and then Tosin and Raymond, of course, your goalkeeper, is Bern Leno. An hour before the match, that's the lineup, and that's actually what I predicted. I'm like, okay, this is more than good enough to compete against Aston Villa. Unfortunately, at kickoff, we heard that there was a hamstring injury in warm-ups to Williams, so he was not able to play, and Menor Solomon came in, and Menor Solomon, who I do hope has a very good end to the season, could not do what William can do. And I think his partnership, William's partnership with Robinson is so vital for what Fulham do. Without him in there, you could see it. It was missing something on that left-hand side. It was William. And then, of course, you got on the right-hand side later on. In the first half, you have Harry Wilson going off injured. So now you have both of your wingers going off. So it's going to be an uphill struggle. Well, I should say one winger isn't able to play and the second winger goes off. So you have to reshuffle things. Now you have players to come in. Obviously Solomon on the left and then Bobby Decadovery comes on the right. 
But right now, in form, I would go with Harry Wilson on the right and William when they can play. And I'm going to say it right now, Fulham missed both players throughout this match. They absolutely did. It showed itself. So when I look at the first half, again, complete control for Aston Villa. First thing I want to talk about that I completely disagree with the commentators on, and I'm going to call it what it is. Ollie Watkins, that was a dive. That was not a penalty. There's a reason why that was not given as a penalty. Tosin did not foul him. That was a complete and utter dive from Ollie Watkins. They didn't deserve a penalty. They weren't given a penalty. So to the commentators, you were wrong. VAR was right there because that was not the right call. It was not the right call to call that a penalty. It was the right call to not call a penalty. So let's just say that was right. That was absolutely right. VAR confirmed it, and the ref did not give it as a penalty, so it's not a penalty. That was the right call. So after that, we have the dominance of Aston Villa, and they actually had a good amount of corners. I could feel the goal coming, and Tyrone Mings, great header, makes it 1-0. And then they control most of the first half. Besides the opportunity from Pereira early in the match, Fulham offered nothing. They were passive. They were not aggressive. They were not pressing. And they allowed Aston Villa to control the play. Different situation in the second half. But the first half was all Aston Villa. They were the better team in the first half, but they were not Barcelona. Okay? They were not vintage Barcelona. I actually tweeted this out. I kept hearing how wonderful they were. They were only up 1-0 at the half. And they were not very good in the second half. Fulham with the better side in the second half. So let's keep that in perspective. Again, Fulham didn't lose 5-0. They lost 1-0 on the road at Villa Park. Keep that all in mind, okay? I would not overreact to a loss to Aston Villa. I certainly would not. I wouldn't say this shows what Fulham need over the summer. I think Fulham know what they need over the summer. This match has nothing to do with that, in my opinion. This is just one match where you can look at and just say Fulham were beaten by the better side because they were the better side in the first half and then they got the goal. And Fulham didn't do enough in the second half to get the equalizer. End of story. The better team won, but honestly, it's only 1-0. I'll just mention that one more time. So let's go to the second half. And Fulham came out, I wouldn't say all guns blazing, but they were much more aggressive. And they actually, I thought, put a lot of pressure on Aston Villa. Unfortunately, it didn't really lead to many goal-scoring opportunities. But the ball was played down in the Aston Villa half for a good portion of that second half. So they were trying to push to get to that goal, to get the equalizer. Marco Silva makes several substitutions. But the passing just wasn't there. The crispness just wasn't there. I'm going to go back to... Two players who were not involved. I think those are factors here. Again, that's just my opinion. The loss of William and Wilson for this match was massive. And Fulham have wingers that could take their place, but not at the level of these two players that they have been playing lately. Wilson and William have been fantastic lately. So both were a loss, one before the match and one during the match. So Fulham were making all this headway but could not get the equalizer. 
They did, however, create an opportunity. The flag stays down, and Harrison Reed gets in a shot. It would have been an own goal, but it was a disallowed goal because he was just a little offside. Yes, he was a little offside, but it was very close. I've watched the replay on this. It wasn't that far off, but it was the right call. It shouldn't have been a goal. It was a disallowed goal. That would have given Fulham a point. Some would have said they didn't deserve it, but it would have been a draw if Harrison Reed was just a little bit back. It would have been onside. It was that close. I thought it was that close. So, unfortunately for Fulham, it didn't work out, and Aston Villa see the match out. They just did not do enough. They did have an opportunity, as I mentioned, late in the match from Bobby Deckard over Reed, but that was saved fairly easily by Martinez, who really didn't have much to do in this match. Really, he didn't have much to do at all. But that's the way things go. And honestly, I have a very hard time being very upset at Fulham Football Club to losing on the road to Aston Villa for a team that has been in form, team that has been playing very well team that is difficult to play against. Full credit to them. But I'll just say it one last time. They only lost 1-0 on the road at Villa Park. All right. Coming up next to end the show, I'm going to share my thoughts on Man of the Match. If you have a Man of the Match, please feel free to share it if you're watching live. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Okay, so I'm going to share some comments before I go to Man of the Match. Please feel free to share who was your Man of the Match. This is from... Nick Townsend, Watkins was kept completely quiet. Nick, you are 100% right. What did Ollie Watkins really do? Except, honestly, dive. He dove. That's just my opinion on that. Steve Lidyard has a comment. Mings hasn't scored since November 2021. Hashtag Fulmish. You are right about that. Let's see. And then Steve follows this up a little bit later. Villa are fifth and aren't anything special. I don't know about that, Steve. They're a good, decent side, but they're not that much better than Fulham. Let's just be honest. Fulham were without a few players. If they're all available to play, including Mitro, is that a different match? Possibly. But give them credit. They got the victory. So before we go, who is your man of the match? And I'm going to think about this because who should be the man of the match because there was no really – Fantastic performances to really speak of in this match. Does anyone deserve man of the match? I'm not sure about that because this is more of a team effort. They only lost one nil. So I think I'm going to go, in my opinion, with no man of the match. 
No one did enough to earn man of the match. So I'm not going to give man of the match for this match against Aston Villa. But you know what? This team fought to the end. They didn't give up because if they did give up, they would have lost by much more than one nil. So let's give them credit for that. Actually, I'm going to give Steve Lidia a little credit here. And I understand why you're saying Tosin. Tosin's been great, Steve. So you could actually make a shout for Tosin. He actually has been very good. He did have some decent blocks. So if you want to make an argument for Tosin, you can make an argument for Tosin. That would be one place I would go, but I'm not going to give man of the match. But I understand why Steve's going with Tosin. Okay. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Cottage Talk. It's Cottage Talk full-time, as always. Please do subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. It does help other Fulham supporters find us. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Cottage Talk. My name is Russ Goldman. Thank you, as always, for watching and listening to Cottage Talk, now part of the TalkSport Fan Network. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.